Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Sports today here on SportsGrid, SportsGrid.com. I'm Craig Mish, along with Davis Maddock, having you covered for all of the headlines happening here on Fantasy Sports Today. Got you covered on some wagering as well. Those of you who play fantasy sports season-long DFS, we're here every day from noon to 2 Eastern, so make sure you join us whether you're listening to the show or watching it. Thanks for being a part of our program today. Davis, uh, first hour, we had a lot of discussion about a number of different topics here. Of course, previewing some baseball games. We've got basketball going on as well. And we're headed toward the NBA playoffs and kind of wondering how far Steph Curry can carry the Golden State Warriors. But just, uh, I, I believe, are we like three weeks away from the playoffs here? We're getting close, right? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's slightly under four weeks. Um, I, think, I think we're like 25-ish days away. So lots of, uh, lots of silly season basketball to come. You know, just guys getting rested. I mean, it is, this is an NBA season truly like no other as someone who's who's in the weeds playing daily fantasy and everything every day i mean it's it's just been crazy yeah it's a lot and my season-long leagues between that and dfs and everything else it's uh it's pretty wild pretty nuts all right so let's get to it here are headlines at the top of the show Lamelo ball looks like he could be back next week that's a surprise i don't think a lot of folks thought he would be returning or at least for maybe the end of the season. But here we are. Still may get a couple of weeks in before it's all said and done. Ronald Acuna Jr. day-to-day with an ab strain. So the news was good for him. It was not for Starling Marte, who the Marlins say has a a cracked rib and uh, is going to go on the injured list in about an hour from now. So you won't see him for at least a month. Phillies lose three pitchers to COVID protocols. One of them is Alvarado. Pretty good pitcher for them as well. We'll see how the Phillies are able to do. We know their bullpen's been an issue over the last couple of years for them. MLB The Show is now available on Xbox starting today. I haven't heard from my son yet, so I guess we don't have it. But that's bad news for my wallet. Good news for everybody who plays on Xbox. And the A's and Twins scheduled to play a doubleheader today. Davis, are you a big gamer? Do you you play games, you know, any of these games, The Show or Madden or any of those at this stage? Yeah, I well, I mean, I don't. I guess I don't like to think of myself as like a, a gamer, but I I guess I am because I play the crap at MLB the show. Like the first three months when it comes out every year, I am uh, I'm in it heavy. And then the the game I play most is FIFA Ultimate Team, which is um, it's like you know combination card collecting video. I mean, it's it's absurd. And then the same thing is true inside of MLB the show, but. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had uh, MLB The Show booted up on my PlayStation 5 all weekend. Uh, got uh, I, I actually even, I'm even such a gamer that I had the pre-order, so I had the early access to start playing last Friday. So that's that's basically what I spent my weekend doing. All right, sound, sounds, like, uh, sounds like fun. Um, let, let's talk a little bit more about uh, the games tonight in the NBA and some of the crucial points that we're at in the season. And I know the teams are fighting for playoff position, but Davis, are you a fan of how they're, they're doing it again this year with these playing games in the NBA? I've, I've heard some scuttle over the last couple of weeks that it's just gotten flat out ridiculous with the amount of teams that will be eligible to play in the playoffs, but it feels like more playoffs are always a good thing. Do you think that this is something that's forever that they're just permanently going to have this where a number of extra teams have a chance to play for one final spot or two final spots in this case? Yeah, I actually love the concept of a play-in game. I love, um, I mean, I would love just a full-on tournament. You have every team, right? At the end of the season, you have every team. Or or there's a loser's bracket tournament. Like, I, I love 
gamifying the standings. I love adding more wrinkles. I love maybe maybe the worst eight teams play a small tournament for the number one overall pick. I mean, there's so many things you could do. I love it. What I don't love is what this has done to the NBA season because to get this in, they had to compress the schedule even further. They're playing 72 games when they would uh, really probably the optimal number of games for every team to have played over the time frame they wanted to play in would have been 50, about 50 games, with, uh, and that would have allowed teams enough rest and time for travel. I mean, we have guys playing five games in a week. We have uh, four games in five nights. Like it's, it's really been bad for the product, but I think the play in tournament is cool. I, I think, I think adding that extra wrinkle is cool. Yeah. And more, more playoffs always seem to be a good thing. Look at the NFL, adding an extra playoff team, adding an extra week, major league baseball last year, adding extra postseason. Um, look, I mean, that's just part of the game and it's just part of adding to TV and, and Davis, most of all, it's adding to money <laughs> at the end. That's that's what it is. More money for the sports, however it is done, is going to make it happen. If, if you want to go back 20 years, 30 years, and basically be an old school person and say, oh, the best team should get in the playoffs, you probably would be right, but those days are gone. When the money is involved, there are going to be more games on television. There are going to be more players getting paid for playing in, in playoffs and postseason sports. We're never going back to the way that it was before. In fact, there'll be more and more uh, postseason for sure. Uh, okay, coming up next, it's our deep dive into the 2021 NFL Draft. Every day we're doing it here on the show. And today we're excited because we've got, I think, one of the more questionable possibilities in the draft in Justin Fields. I saw Justin Fields play for years at Ohio State. After the season ended, that's when I make my assessment. Justin Fields was the second best player that I saw play at quarterback in college football. So why is he not the number two overall pick in the NFL draft? And why may he not be number three? I don't get it. I must be missing something. Maybe Davis has those answers. And we'll have them for you coming up next as our player profile series continues right here on Fantasy Sports Today. So make sure you stay with us and stay on the grid. We'll be back in just two minutes right here on FST, where you can follow us on Twitter at SportsGrid. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today. Next Thursday night, I think I got that right. <laughs> Next Thursday night here on Sports Grid is the 2021 NFL Draft coverage show. And we've got you covered from start to finish of the entire uh, beginning of this draft. And I'm looking forward to being a part of it. Of course, Davis will as well. 
And as we get closer, I'm sure there'll be a lot more discussion, but we're basically there. Like we are a week away. We're starting to hear other rumors happening, like the Dolphins may be trading again out of their pick. And, and as I'm doing research for the show today, I mean, you, you could find a rumor, Davis, about any player and any team, honestly, like anything. Like, I mean, I, I, I could get Justin Fields on 25 different teams. Like that, that's basically what, I, what, I'm, what I'm trying to say. It's amazing. Yeah, well, I don't, uh, I don't think that he will go outside of the top 10 of the NFL draft. Um, I, I think it is pretty unlikely at this point that, you know, some of the, some of the fanfic I have seen is, you know, him going to the Patriots. That's obviously, uh, you know, that's obviously one of the spots that people think he could go to. I, I really don't see it. I think probably the most likely scenario I still believe is that he goes third overall to the 49ers that is uh that is what i've wagered my own money on now if it if it all was for mac jones who i think we will talk about later in the week you know if it's all done for mac jones and mac jones goes third i think that the detroit lions at seven i think that the denver broncos at nine the carolina panthers at eight all of those are very viable outcomes and very viable places for him to go it's just so hard for me to imagine a player of his caliber not going in the top 10. Well let's take a look at the profile here and I got a lot to say on Justin Fields. Um, 6'3", 227, plays for Ohio State, you guys probably knew that. Uh, 22 touchdowns last year, six interceptions, played some of the most exciting football down the stretch and and has, excuse me, in the playoffs too, in the playoff for college football. Possible teams involved, based on my research, Jets, 49ers, Falcons, Raiders, Steelers, Broncos, okay? Like, these are all the associations on the internet, Scuttle Davis, that I saw uh, for these possible teams. Now, let's take it a step further and take a look at his average draft position, or basically his total, his his over-under, over on Fandle. So, we have a three and a half here. And that's the over-under for his pick. First overall pick, you could make a lot of money if somehow he skips over Trevor Lawrence and maybe Zach Wilson. Second overall pick, you can get 12 to 1. And third overall pick, plus 105. Now, the thing, Davis, that tells me that you're right and he's going three is that FanDuel didn't even give any other options in terms of one, two, or three other than the over-under. So... Based on at least some very contrarian opinions, I saw that some feel that Fields could be the biggest slipper in the draft, similar to the Aaron Rodgers situation of many, many years ago, 2005, 2006. I know that you don't believe that to be the case, which is perfectly fine. And I don't know that I do or I don't either. But where is the value on draft day and why can you still get a little plus money at him being the third pick in the draft, Davis? Why is this the case? Why isn't he a minus at, at the third pick? Yeah, well, he was actually on the FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, I believe it was on Saturday that FanDuel had him posted at minus 160. The reason why you can still get him at plus numbers is Adam Schefter, uh, Ian Rappaport, all these guys, you know, the big, very plugged in NFL reporters, none of them have been willing to contradict the report that the San Francisco 49ers want to take Mac Jones with the third overall pick. You know, we feel extremely Mm -hmm. confident, uh, probably the most confident I've ever been in a number one overall pick. Uh, I mean, Burrow last year, very similar. When the number one overall pick is going to be Trevor Lawrence, he is going to go to the Jaguars. Every single indication we have got, every forward-facing indication we have got is that Zach Wilson is going number two overall to the New York Jets. and now we have we have lots of smoke lots of conflicting reports on pick number three originally it was said it's for justin fields then the reports changed because adam Schefter, the only thing he's reported from the 49ers is that they are interested in mac jones he has not reported any interest in fields he's not reported any interest in trey lance now other reporters have jason lockenfora of cbs sports said that he thinks it's very unlikely that mac jones is the third overall pick to the 49ers but the reason why these markets are laid out this way is they pretty much move on what Schefter says if Schefter says something on tv the line moves, right? And because Schefter has not 
uh, contradicted that original report about Mac Jones going there. Uh, and you have good information. If you feel good, if you have good information, you can get a good number because the market is going to respond to what Schefter says. Why, why, why shouldn't Denver or Pittsburgh be trading up for one of these spots? Sell me on why that should not happen here. Um, they should. Uh, they, they absolutely should. I mean, Denver specifically. Look at Denver's offense. Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, Noah Fant, KJ Hamler, Albert O. I mean, they have a huge list of pass catchers. They're going to be getting Von Miller back this year. He did not play for them last year. They have a good defense. They have great surrounding talent on offense, and it's being hamstrung. I mean, they have been looking for a quarterback uh, ever since Peyton Manning retired, right? Brock Osweiler and right. Drew Locke and, and Trevor Simeon and uh, Brandon Allen and just a whole bunch of guys. They, they need a quarterback. I think Justin Fields on their team, even as a rookie, right, even as a greenhorn, I think that he makes them like a nine or 10 win team. I think they're immediately, I think they're even better than the Chargers who have Justin Herbert. I definitely think they're better than the Raiders. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs, but I think they can get to a wild card spot year one with Justin Fields as their quarterback. So they need to be doing whatever they can. Now they might get lucky. That's the other thing is they might just get lucky. The Denver Broncos might be able to take Justin Fields or Trey Lance at pick number nine, which would be just a, a, a crazy amount of fortune for them because I, I don't see them being able to bottom out and get the number one pick with the way their roster is set up. So for their chance to get a quarterback, they got to go all in. They got to do it now. It's now or never for them. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree at all. I, I think that whoever ends up at quarterback is not going to be in any different of a situation than Drew Locke was. I'm not saying Drew Locke is good. I don't know if he is or not. But Davis, to me, it is the least imaginative coaching staff, regardless of their offensive coordinator switch last year, in the NFL with that talent that they have. And I and I think as long I know Elway is, has like a different role now. I think he like changed roles or something like that. But uh, and, yeah. and again, Vic Fangio was a phenomenal defensive coach for a long period of time. I'm sure he's a good coach in the NFL too. But in watching those games and Davis, the NFL for me is like no other. I'm watching every single game. And it felt like, and, and maybe you're right, maybe it's just was the quarterback, which is why they wouldn't sort of let Drew Locke do the things that other quarterbacks do. But I, but Davis, I'm watching third and fours running the ball, you know, like just, uh, you know, what, the other thing that they tend to do is they run the clock down all the time. Like the, the play clocks at, tw it, like they hike at one, like they, tr they kept trying to shorten games. And I know that your narrative may be, that it's because of Locke and he's not good. And that's the reason why I, I don't know that that's the case. I don't know that it is. I think coaching may be a big part of it, but that's the way that I see Denver going. I don't care who they have a quarterback this year. It's just my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I don't think that they were well coached. And I think that the combination of not being a super well coached team, especially on offense and having subpar quarterback play, I mean, just what are you going to, you could be the most talented team in the world, but if you have a mediocre quarterback and a mediocre head coach, what are you going to do? So I, I, I hope as someone who likes fantasy football more than real football, I hope they are finding a way to get Justin Fields and or Trey Lance on their team. Um, because I think these guys are potential franchise changing talents. All right, well, on tomorrow's show, maybe we'll take a look at Trey Lance and some of the possibilities for him as we continue to go down the first round of the NFL draft, taking you right up until next Thursday with our draft profile previews, our betting previews over on FanDuel. Coming up next, in the last week or so, who's hot in baseball, who's not? Maybe some buying opportunities, hitters, pitchers. We'll do that next. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. 
Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. slate of baseball games tonight for those of you who are considering betting you can do it over on the FanDuel Sportsbook for those of you who live in a place where you can legally bet I believe we're up to almost 30 states in the United States where you can bet on sports legally New York of course is coming here where I live Davis in Florida we're just way behind in things like that so hopefully 2022 is our year for that maybe so but we can play fantasy sports we can play on on DFS we can play season-long leagues as well And so uh, for our focus here today, we're going to take a look over the last seven to 10 days, who's hot in baseball. And Davis, love your opinion. I'll give you mine on some of these players that we're seeing that are hot and not. So let's start off with who is hot. And Gene Segura of the Phillies leads the list, hitting 550 over the past seven days. One home run, three runs driven in. So these are just numbers from the last seven days, to be clear. Nick Solak, who I did like a lot going into the season, seems to be the shining light on the Texas Rangers 10 for 23, 435, two home runs and six runs driven in for Nick Solak, young uh, rookie of of Texas. Tim Anderson of the White Sox came back off the injured list and has been raking. He stole two bases yesterday, so he has three over the last seven days, a home run hitting 500. And Jazz Chisholm Jr. of Miami is off to an unbelievable April start, Davis. I'm watching this kid play every day. I mean, this was, you know, kind of out of nowhere. 471. He's top 10 in OPS in the majors for the season, two home runs. And whenever he gets on base, he tends to have the green light to steal. So what do you make of these hot batters and who do you like? Who do you dislike? Any buy or sell opportunities here? Yeah. uh, I mean, I think maybe Segura would be a little bit of a sell opportunity just because we know who he is. Like, I don't think, uh, I don't think he is going to become a brand new batter uh, at this point in his career like it it seems unlikely that he is going to be a dude who clobbers you know 37 home runs or whatever this season also he's just going to be like a 280 hitter or something like that's just what he's going to do he again is not going to reinvent the wheel at this stage of his career the guy i would uh buy on though would be uh, our friend from Miami, Jazz Chisholm. Uh, 325 batting average, a 17% walk rate through 51 plate appearances, three home runs, three steals thus far in the season. Uh, I don't think the market respects him to the degree to which he has performed thus far. And by the way, he doesn't even have a good batting order spot yet. The, the Marlins have kept right. him down towards the bottom of the order. I think I think the best he's been is six so far. Maybe he's snuck in uh, a second. But with Starling Marte injured, I would imagine that he is closer to getting a respectable spot in the lineup order. Um, so he is he's batted seventh, sixth. That's it thus far. So if you swap him and Miguel Rojas and and or move Corey Dickerson to five, move Chisholm up, and then you bat Duvall or Cooper six, that's, I think, the more natural way for the Miami Marlins batting order to be. Because a guy like Jazz, you don't – what's the, what's the benefit in batting him seventh, right? Because you, you want to use At his this speed. Point, yeah. I think he should mm-hmm. – yeah. I think you should move him up. So I, I, I would be buying on Jazz Chisholm right now. All right, let's take a look at uh, who is cold over the last seven days. Eugenio Suarez, wow, it's uh, maybe the defense is in his head. I don't know, two for 20, hitting 100 on the season. Fran Mil Reyes, woof, two for 19, 105, no home runs. Willie Adamas, one for 17 from the Rays, one for 17, 059. And then Austin Meadows got off to a nice start, but since then it has not gone well, Davis. Two for 22, 
hitting 091 on the season. And, uh, and Austin Meadows also has not hit a home run over the last seven days. And look, I am sort of cherry picking here, honestly, Davis. I'm not going to lie. I'm just kind of finding guys who are not off to good starts. And, and to be honest, of these four, you know, I'm not particularly worried about anyone. I am surprised, though, I would say. My, I guess my surprise is uh, Suarez is a player who I really like a lot. And we've seen Cincinnati mash at, since the beginning of the season. And uh, look, there's no data that can point to this, but I suppose when a player switches position, maybe that's part of a struggle. I, I don't know the answer to that, but I thought Suarez would be a 50 home run guy or 40 home run guy this season. That doesn't look like it's the case, at least yet. Yeah, I, I'm not particularly worried about any of these guys. I mean, Adamas is a glove-first guy anyway, so I guess the one thing you could say with him is he might lose some playing time because the Super 2 deadline is passed, and pretty soon guys are not going to acquire a, 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 any service time at all. I think it's uh, a couple weeks away now where they can call up Wander Franco with basically no future financial repercussions. So that would be a worry with Willie Damas if you drafted him just to get those plate appearances. The guy I would buy the most on here would be Fran Mel Reyes because the concerns that we've had about Fran Mel in the past have been health and playing time related, right? Uh, got in the 59 games, 241 plate appearances last year, hit nine home runs, uh, 275 with a 175 isolated slugging. But for his career, he is a 235 isolated slugging guy. So we just know Fran Mel Reyes is going to go through stretches like this where uh, he it's you know he just cannot hit like the the ball seems to be like a pebble you know he and he just can't can't make any contact but eventually those balls are going to start looking like uh, like beach balls to to Fran Mel Reyes because he he did have that 37 home run season back in 2019 where he hit 249 with a 263 isolated slugging if you could get. Fran Mel Reyes right now for 10% off of what his draft day cost was. I would really encourage that. All right, let's take a look and go a step further and take a look at some players who are hot in terms of pitcher Davis. Uh, Kyle Gibson of the Texas Rangers, who is 1-0 with a .60 ERA over his last seven uh, days. Uh, two starts, 15 innings, nine strikeouts. Marcus Stroman, 2-0 with a .64, 14 innings pitched and eight strikeouts. Matthew Boyd, of the Detroit Tigers has really turned it on. And maybe he's a good trade candidate finally after all of these years. 1.93 earned run average, 14 innings pitched, and nine strikeouts. And then one of the big surprises, Davis, at closer this season has been Emmanuel Class A of the Cleveland Indians, not Karen Chak, Class A, four saves in five opportunities, Davis. No doubt to me, Gibson is a shock to see him pitching this well, but Boyd is really encouraging. Yeah, uh, so I don't think Gibson is a buy. I just think it's a couple good starts, 15 innings pitch, 9Ks, nothing really to chase there. Stroman, similar. Uh, if you drafted Stroman, obviously you're happy with those performances, but I wouldn't necessarily be buying. Now, Boyd is a guy I can see a case for buying because what Boyd has dealt with in the past has been struggling with home runs, but he doesn't walk anyone. And I actually just listened to the Athletic Fantasy Baseball show the other day, and they were talking with one of the – with who I, I wish I remembered his name, but the beat writer for the Athletic for the Detroit Tigers. And he was talking about how Boyd did a lot of work this offseason with pitch mix, you know, learning about the best way to sequence his pitchers and or his pitches in order to generate swinging strikes and in order to generate outs. So I tend to buy on developments like that. And then – what logic could you have for not buying in Class A? I mean, he he is the closer. He, that's just straight up. He is the closer. Uh, and with closers, we're not really that worried about ratios. We're not really worried about strikeouts. We just want to get as many saves as possible. I don't have an opinion on if Class A is a great closer, an average closer, or a bad closer. But what I do know is they're giving him every save opportunity when his arm is good. It's not it's not Karinchak. Right, it's not Whitgren. It is Emmanuel Classe. So if you could buy him, like someone thinks he is a flip, I, I think he would be an interesting buy as well. Yeah, I, I think that the interesting part for me on on the buy side is Boyd, and and the reason why is we've been hearing about him being traded probably for two or three years. Uh, but but Davis, if you don't pitch well, you can't get dealt. It may sound that simple. But it is like, I mean, if you're, if your ERA is five and your whip is pushing 1.5, it doesn't matter what your name is. You're not, you're not going anywhere. 
Detroit, as we know, they have Manning, who's coming up. They have Mize, who's there. They have Skubal, who's there already. And, and they feel like they could probably fill in with a couple of more starters. Boyd is not going to be there when the team is good. So what would happen is if some team traded for him and he was able to just sort of resemble what we thought he could be. And that's, for me, Davis, why he is a buy because of the trade factor. And, and believe it or not, while it seems like it's that far away, I mean, April's almost over. So May, June, and July, three months, he could be in another destination. And what would what would he look like, Davis, in Houston, right? Like, what would he look like on a really good team? I, I want to see the answer to that. So that's the reason why for me on him. Yeah, and you'd want him to go to a team who is good with starting pitching, who, uh, you know, has had good results with bringing pitchers into their organization. So I think Houston, uh, a good one. What about the Padres? What if the Padres decide, okay, yeah. we're not calling up Mackenzie Gore, Chris Paddock not really working out. Uh, you know, I, I th- the Yankees, what if, what if the Yankees, what, what if the Atlanta Braves decide that their four and five guys are not working out? Um, so I think there are a lot of different places someone like Matt Boyd could go. And in fact, you're right. He does seem like a guy who, you know, is like, I don't know, minus 140, minus 150 to move over the course of the season. Now, obviously, if his performance tails off, the trade market for him is going to cool down. But if he's spotting a uh, 268 ERA with eight strikeouts per nine innings near the trade deadline, he's getting moved. And obviously, we'd want, we would like for him to get moved to a team who is good at working with their starting pitchers as opposed to a more neutral location. Yeah, and, and I think that's part of this as we get closer to the trade deadline, identifying those players in the season-long format where you can buy low and maybe they end up in a new spot and you get almost a new player. Hard to envision that happening with a lot of guys, but that is void to me is uh, is one of those possibilities for sure. All right, we got to take a quick break, but coming up next here on the show, how long do you want to live? It sounds like a really easy question. <laughs> And not one that we normally would bring up here on this show, but we're going to do it coming up next. Uh, It's relative to a story that we're going to discuss. Also, in terms of the most wins ever in the history of Major League Baseball in one season, it's owned by the Seattle Mariners. But is there a chance that at the end of this season, it will not? We'll ask those questions. Fantasy reality is coming up next right here on Sports Grid. Make sure you stay with us on the grid. We'll be back in just two minutes. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rack your look for spring at Nordstrom Rack and save up to 60% on brands you love. Rag & Bone, Vince, Marc Jacobs, Adidas, Joes, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. Score new dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and sunglasses, plus updates for the family and home. Get your spring on for less, up to 60% less, today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports today here on Sports Grid. Before we get into a little fantasy or reality, just so you know, I Davis, I made my first ever attempt into the NFT world. I figured tops and baseball would definitely be the way to go. They uh, at one o'clock Eastern during our show were supposed to have what would be called, I guess, the pack drop. And uh, during the show, I attempted to do it. Found out that they delayed it thirty minutes. And then I just five minutes ago tried to do it again, 
and I completely failed. So either I've done something completely wrong or they've done something completely wrong. But as it stands right now, as we're doing this show, I, because of me trying to log in and do this, I can't even go to any website right now other than to, doing this show. I have a spinning wheel and nothing. I have no packs. I have no nothing. So I, I must have failed somewhere or they failed. I, I don't know the answer, but I am packless at 140 Eastern. Packless at 140 Eastern. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm seeing on my Twitter feed lots of people are having trouble getting in. And uh, look, I, the, the way that these blockchain-based sites work, it's not like going on to Panini and buying a box. There's an intermediary step you have to get through to get your pack, to get your items off of the blockchain because it, it has to be multi-layered because there has to be multiple confirmations via the blockchain before any item is moved from the uh, proprietor to the customer. And uh, that's not easy to code. That is not easy to scale. And Tops is finding that out the hard way. Yeah, and I'm finding out the hard way too. I got to the checkout page, but then I can't check out. It just said, enter your name. I'm like, here's my name. Can't press it. Can't put it in. So probably not the best idea to have to do this during the show as it is, but uh, you know, maybe the next one will be not while we're trying to do a national show here on Sports Grid. So I failed first time out. If you guys had any success, let me know how to do it, please, at Craig Mish on Twitter. Thanks. All right, fantasy or reality as we begin and sort of end our show today, the Oklahoma City Thunder have been the punching bag of the NBA now for the month of April, Davis. It is not going well. I know there's a bright future there and they have a lot of picks, but they are winless in the month of April. But here is the good news. They still have a few games left to try and win Although I only, to me, saw maybe a possibility of, of winning one game. Fantasy or reality, Davis, the Oklahoma City Thunder will win at least one game in the month of April. To repeat, they have no wins and five games left. Fantasy or reality? Yeah, well, they uh, they don't want to win any games. Uh, they decided to to shut everything down. I mean, they are they are resting guys like Lou Dort, literally, who just turned 22 yesterday. Uh, Al Horford, their veteran center, they're just not playing him, not even resting him. He just is not actively playing with the team. Mike Muscala, uh, another veteran player, just not playing, just sitting on the sidelines every single day. Uh, so they, they don't want to win and that's fine. They're trying to, uh, you know, develop their young players. They're letting, uh, guys like Darius Baisley, Theo Melidon, Moses Brown, Isaiah Roby. They're just letting those guys play, uh, which is basically they're playing the equivalent of a G league team against real NBA teams. So these are the five teams they play. Uh, they play the Pacers tomorrow. They play the Wizards. Nope. They play the 76ers. They play the Celtics. The one game I can see them getting is the Pelicans at home Thursday, April 29th. The Pelicans are a good wow. team, certainly better than this version of the Thunder team. I would prefer they lose out because at this point of the season, what does an extra win get them? Like They have a very small chance, a minuscule, a sub-5% chance of getting the number one overall pick and getting Cade Cunningham. It would be incredible if they were able to take Oklahoma State's Cade Cunningham. I That would, basically, they would jumpstart their rebuild. I mean, it would put them into... We can start signing free agents and trading picks to get good players on our team now with, with Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Lou Dort, and Cade Cunningham. So I, I hope they don't win. So I, I hope this is a reality, or I hope that this is a fantasy, that not only do they not win any games in April, they don't win any games for the rest of the season, period. What about winning against Washington at home? Is that not unrealistic? I know Washington's pretty good, but I, I could see them losing. Um at Oklahoma City, I'm I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say reality. I'm gonna say they win one game before the end of the month, and then one more game the rest of the season. So I got a reality on on Oklahoma City. I'll just go the other way for the sake of it. Okay, let's move on and talk a little baseball here. The Los Angeles Dodgers did lose yesterday, but thus far they look virtually unbeatable, and this is the way it's gonna be for April, May, June, and July, and probably into August. I mean, Davis, they're winning a lot. They have the best pitching. They're winning without Bellinger. They're, it seems like they're making up names of players, and they, they just call them up and they hit 30 home runs. It's, it's just – it's a rare this, – this is just super rare to see that they're able to pull this off. McKinstry is the latest one who we've talked about here on the show. 
Now, the all-time single-season win record is held by Seattle, and they are certainly going to have a run at this 115. I guess the question is, Davis, fantasy or reality, they'll break the all-time single-season wins record. Let's forget about their FanDuel total of 102. Let's talk about the single-season win total, fantasy or reality. Well, I'm just going to say that this is a fantasy because it's just hard, right? It would just be such an extreme outlier. I mean, obviously, it's the single-season record of all the time baseball has ever existed. And also some minor real-life reasons. Mookie Betts not playing every single day because they're just not wanting to completely crush these guys in the regular season. Cody Bellinger, shoulder injury, so that means Luke Fraley and Zach McKinstry are getting Cody Bellinger's plate appearances. Now, if you could guarantee me 150 games of Betts, 150 games of Bellinger, 150 games of Justin Turner, Kershaw stays healthy, Bueller stays healthy, which, by the way, Bueller, kind of weird. He's actually getting past 90 pitches in his starts, but his stuff is worse. His swinging strike rate is down. His K rate is down. He's letting more balls in play than he was last year. And it doesn't matter. They're still winning all these games. But I, I'm I'm saying fantasy both for both reasons. One, it just would be very hard to do this even if they were the best team ever anyway. But then more specifically a fantasy because they just have some small, weird little injury things that they're dealing with right now as well. Yeah, I'm going to agree. I think this is a fantasy. The, the one thing that could help them, ironically, would be for San Diego – to uh, win all of their games this season, except for games they play essentially against the Dodgers, and to have a you know two-team fight with 100 wins going into the final month of the season. And then at that point, they would be pushed to have to win. But those odds are not likely. It, it is more likely the last two weeks of the season, Bauer is not pitching and Bueller is not pitching and Kershaw is not pitching, and, and that's the wrap uh, on that. So as good as they are, and, and even without having Bellinger in their lineup, I, I think they fall short of that. But I could see them having the most wins in a long time in, in a single season, 108, 109, 110. But I do not think they break the record. So I will say fantasy uh, as well. Uh, woman in North Carolina, Davis, yesterday uh, at the age of 115 years old passed away. This woman lived in North Carolina. She had, let me see here, 68 grandchildren, 68 grandchildren, and um, she lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. She had 12 children. Her name is Hester Ford. She was the oldest known person in the United States, passed away at 115 years old. Wow. Fantasy reality, Davis. You would want to live to be 115. So this is an interesting question because it depends on how that aging works. Like, do you age to 115 naturally as a human body would, where you, you're not really able to move, you're not really able to eat what you want, your brain slows down, your eyes don't work, your hearing's not as good? Uh, I think probably fantasy on preferring to live to 115 if your body ages naturally. Now, assuming modern advancements in medicine you definitely want to live to 115 years old because i uh, don't don't kid yourself like a majority of what is happening right now in medical research is how can we make the human body last past 60 last past 70 last past 80 in a more reasonable facsimile of what you know middle age life would be like that that's what guys are working on that's what uh you know all the rich very rich people who want to stay alive forever, who want immortality. This is what they're sinking their money into. That I do want. I want to live to 400 at, you know, in my 28-year-old body. Uh, that is a, a total reality. Yeah, hopefully 60 is not the number. That's a little scary for me, but um, <laughs> not that far away from that. Uh, well, actually, I am kind of far away from it, but still, you shocked me there with that one. Um 115, I'm going to say fantasy with you. I, I, I think that you could be very happy living into your 90s, even approaching 100. I think it's all good. Now, I, I, I know of people that have a very fruitful 100-year-old life, for sure. I've had people in my family that have lived to their late 90s and, and close to 100. But Davis, do you really think that modern medicine is going to be that advanced 
40 years from now or 50 years from now? I mean, I suppose you could throw back at me, look, they found the vaccine for COVID in less than a year. I mean, look, that's definitely true, but I'm still waiting for like the flying cars, you know, like, I mean, maybe it is the case. Maybe that will be the case. And your 20 year old will feel like you are 78 or maybe we'll just pull Benjamin Button and we'll all go backwards. I, I don't know, but I'm feeling like 115 and I'm feeling like in 40, 50 years from now, I don't know that we're going to see that much of a difference, but maybe I'm just cynical. Well, uh, I mean, I, I am cynical too. My, my viewpoint is a cynical one. If you can keep people's bodies alive longer, you can exploit their labor for longer. You can turn them into consumers longer. You can basically have uh, all of these bodies stretched out across the world, you know, just feeding into the global pyramid of capitalism. Like it's, it, it totally makes sense both from a big business perspective and a consumer perspective. This is a symbiotic thing. People want to live longer. It's a natural survival impulse. And uh, these 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 you know these mega corporations, Google and Amazon and Apple, they the you know the largest most. The, I mean, these businesses own everything. They have their hands and everything. They want as much labor and as many consumers as possible. Could be, could be interesting conversation. And maybe listen, by the time Brett Levy is, you know, hundred years old, maybe Odubel Herrera will be the starting center fielder for the Philadelphia Phillies. I know that he's hoping maybe. for that. It's just maybe hasn't, hasn't happened yet for him for sure. All right. Well, we've come to the end of the line here on our show here on fantasy sports today and uh, tomorrow's show, more draft discussion. We're going to take a look at another player in the NFL draft, give you some props over on FanDuel. They're adding props, by the way, every single day for those of you who are interested in betting on the NFL draft, getting a little bit of an edge on that as well. In addition to that, we'll talk uh, NBA. There's only a handful of games tonight, and tomorrow we'll talk about that. Also, the Major League Baseball schedule day games uh, tomorrow afternoon, so we'll have some live scoring for you as well. Also, as a reminder, for those of you who watch this show and you're watching it on demand, if you wouldn't mind, just like and subscribe to our YouTube channel because all of the programs that we do here on SportsGrid are posted there when the shows are complete. And uh, also you can hear our show over on SportsGrid Radio as well. Our Twitter handle is at SportsGrid. And easiest way to watch the show if you don't like watching on different apps is by going to our website where you can just watch the show directly from a browser, which is sportsgrid.com slash watch a lot of people have asked me what's the easiest way to watch that's pretty much it you just type that into your browser and you are watching the show live no doubt about that all right coming up next it's time for the sports grid 60 and then we got to get out of here for this tuesday so make sure you stay with us and stay on the grid we'll see if we can live to 115 years old apiece as we hit the sports grid 60 seconds not 115 maybe we'll change the time too we'll make it be right back SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell. Starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
And welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today here on Sports Grid. Well, no luck with the Tops NFTs here on the show today, but you are in luck out there because it's time for the Sports Grid 60. And for that, we end the show with something interesting from Davis Maddock. Davis, what do you got? Yeah, I'll just uh, I'll continue with something we talked about a little bit earlier in the show, MLB The Show 21. We're always looking for ways to engage with baseball because we love baseball here. And as someone who's kind of a late re-lover of baseball, the show actually was a big part of me enjoying the shortened season last year and being excited about the season this year. The, the guys in the game get you know updated rankings based on who they face that day. It's, just, it's a very immersive experience, both online in the game and then you know immerses with real life baseball as well, some correlations between the two. So if you have some time, you're a video gamer, I would definitely encourage you to pick up this year's edition of MLB The Show. All right, for me, I want to end on the best gig in sports. And no, it's not the kicker in the NFL, but it's close. It is the backup quarterback. Ryan Griffin was just re-signed by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a one-year deal. And if you wondered and you thought to yourself, well, Ryan Griffin's backup quarterback, how long has he been on the Bucs? What, is this his second year, third year? Ryan Griffin has been on Tampa Bay for seven years. I have never even heard Ryan Griffin's name over the last five years. I think the thing that he's probably most famous for is walking off that party boat or whatever party bus it was, party boat, with uh, with Tom Brady. So if you're uh, looking to you know raise your kids, I mean, the number one sport for me to have them play would be golf because there's no physical activity where you can get hurt. But being a backup quarterback is pretty sweet. I mean, guys have made livings off playing in the NFL for 15 years, but not actually playing and getting paid. So hats off to you, Ryan Griffin, today. Congratulations on getting another one-year deal to back up Tom Brady, never play, but get paid like you are. That'll do it for the show. Thanks, of course, to James at LTN, for Brett, Danny, and Ryan, and my co-host, Davis Maddock. I'm Craig Mish. I hope you have a great rest of your day here on SportsGrid. We'll be back tomorrow at noon Eastern for another edition of Fantasy Sports Today, and we'll see you then. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.